you have tuned in to our most recent episode where we uh, talked to Dean Plumador about the chip shortage, then you probably heard us talk a little bit about having an interview with Dean about Champaign County Sports Car Club in the 2020 season and the upcoming 2021 season. We got so long and so technical and had so much fun that we yes. decided that we would make that its own show, but we talked about the interview. Because to me, as a, a kind of an autocrosser and, uh, and where I work as being a sponsor, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that happened in 2020 that was really positive, and uh, I think that we need to talk about how maybe Champaign County pulled that off because I think it was unique for sure. So, Dean, thanks again for sticking around for a little bit more time to talk about oh, this. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, not a problem. If you don't mind, Dean, uh, for the folks who are uh, not familiar with your previous uh, <laughs> um, interview on the show or they're just not really into the scene yet, if you want to set the stage, kind of uh, give us your name, your background, yeah, kind of sure. uh, what you're involved in. And I know you're super involved with many things, but also – uh, a little, a little bit about your club. Sure, awesome. Yeah. So, Dean Plumador, I am the uh, current president. I always say that I'm the current president. Uh, even in my email sig, it's like uh, 2021 president. I don't want to assume anything. <laughs> president for life, yeah. like Caesar. You're waiting for him to stab you yeah. in the back, or what? I don't want to assume that. <laughs> so, Champaign County is a driver enthusiast club that was uh, formed in May of 20. I'm sorry, 1957. Whoa. May of 1957 as a driver enthusiast club. It was uh, it's incorporated as a not for profit, and we do um, offer some scholarships to. We funnel those over to the auto tech program at Parkland College. Nice. Uh, nice. A good year for us is four seven hundred and fifty dollars scholarships. Cool. That's no chump change. That's a good amount of money. No, and we've been doing this for ten fifteen years, so we are a a recognized uh, corporate donor, shall we say? Right. Excellent. But okay, so 1957. Is that what you said? Yeah. What's What's the longest member that's been in there? So uh, I, I'll call him out. I think it's Bob Townsend or Jerry Bob Townsend. I think, and he's still kind of active with the club. We see him on Facebook and whatnot. Um, 62 or 63, I think he joined. Somewhere nice. in there. Wow. Sorry, Bob, if I got that all wrong and you're listening. But still, I, Does he still run a car? He does not. Okay, okay. Um, Barry Rao may be one of the oldest members that we've got that runs a, runs a car yet. And I think he was late 60s, maybe early 70s kind of thing. Yeah, cool. So, so definitely have some history in that region. We do. And a lot of folks in central Illinois and beyond know uh, your club. The club's got a, a really good reputation for putting on events. And I know we're going to dip into that a little bit more here today, especially in the last year. A little challenge, but you've overcome it. You're looking forward to another season here, which kicks off, I believe you said, March 27th. Is that yep, right? March 27, 28. So I'm looking forward to that. What got you into the club? What what brought you into the <laughs> hallowed halls of the Champaign County Club? So I worked with a guy who – he and I always talk cars. And he went to the um, autocross school that the club did the spring of 2013. I had never heard of autocross. I had never heard of Champaign County. He showed up, and he knows I'm a car guy, and we and I had a bit of a sports car and whatever, and he says, yeah, I'm going to kick your butt out on the racetrack. It's like, what, what are you talking about? That was just <laughs> out of nowhere. So he starts telling me about this, and I said, okay, let's do it. What were you driving? An um, Infinity G37S, so a two-door coupe. But had you thought about ever racing the thing or you just like cruising to work and back every day with it? Yes, no, maybe, okay. Okay. just whatever, right? Okay. I like cars. I started to channel my car geek again, okay. right? Place in life, you know, you get a little – you don't have yeah. to worry about the house, food, kids, and you get sure. to play a little bit, right? Yeah. So that's where I was. So we went out to the first event. Uh, June 23rd is my brother's birthday in 2013. It's my birthday. Really? It's Chad, my service advisor's birthday. Nice. My brother's birthday, too. June 23rd. All right. I'm also a June birthday, so we're all a bunch of Geminis. So 
Because I was a noob, I had to work the course the first half. This is back when they used to run all their events, then they'd have lunch, then the other half of the group would run their events in the afternoon. And what's the venue? Where was this at? It was at Rantoul at the Air Base out on Ramp 2. Uh, beautiful concrete, awesome place to do it. We got rained out late in the morning. <laughs> Mm. I was slogging through two inches of rain, Ooh. and we we had privilege to, to hide. No feet. I no, never but, got to drive. And you know, I'm new. It's like, guys, what do I do? I got rained out. I just here have a shirt. Come back. Mm. <laughs> we'll see you next month. <laughs> we canceled the day. So I said, can I come back tomorrow? Sure. Well, my buddy didn't get to come back, so that was that. You know. And I'm saying, hey, help, help, help. I need help. I've never done this. I don't know what I'm doing. The culture, the folks in the club just embraced me and helped me and coached me. And it's like, holy crap, I had no idea it could be like this. Yeah. This is fantastic. So they sucked me in. <laughs> they they totally sucked me in. I mean, it was a bunch of nice guys. I was having fun. I had a little outlet for my lead foot, and legal, right? right? Yeah, legal yeah. safe. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And safe. All you can do is hit cones. Maybe the occasional worker, but hopefully they move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're working a corner, uh, pay attention to cars. Yeah. Get out of the way. Uh, Rantoul from where you live in Bloomington. How far? Solid hour. Just an hour. Is it that long, you think? Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. you would know better than I would. Okay. The, I plan on 90 minutes from wait, here. Wait. So. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. how long it takes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. All right. And south of Champaign, how far is it? It's not that far. So. No, it's north of Champaign. Is it north of, I'm north sorry. of Champaign? I'm thinking of something yeah. else. So I have driven from. Uh, so Jedi Brown is our autocross chair. I visit him at the U of I campus. Is his name really Jedi? Jedi. I can't tell you what his real name is, but okay, that's what we know him by. Got it. It's Jedi. Right. That's, a, right. that's a great name. It is. Jedi. I would change my name to that. It's actually a nickname. If my so, name were Picard, I'd just keep it. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't subscribe to that universe. Anyway. <laughs> well, I'm also a Trek geek, yeah. but whatever. Uh, I couldn't so, tell by the keychain you gave us here. Yeah, the, uh, so start, from the U of I campus, um, I can get to the Rantoul site in 23, 24 minutes. That's not an hour, Dean. It's you're right, <laughs> but that's not from my house. Okay. So, <laughs> so right. we also try to bring uh, the students from U of I up. You know, there's a bunch of folks that drive hot rod cars and stuff, and yeah. it's not that far. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's a cheap day to go and and blow off some steam. So fast forward 2013 to today, you're now so involved. You've been president for a couple years, right? Uh, this is my third term as president, okay. and we one year terms. Yes. Okay. Yes. One year terms. We we look for uh, candidates for the board in September, October, November, and we vote in December. And so. Eric, you've been involved with this group off and on, running out there with various cars over the years. Yeah. Most most recently, uh, driving the Super out there yeah. from Forts. Um, talk about some of the events because I know last year COVID hits. Anybody in any organization that does any kind of public facing event, whether it's Car shows, car uh, autocrosses, off-road meets. Well, yeah. Everything uh, changes. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about yeah. that. Yeah, Because I'm, I'm, Dean's going to elaborate, I'm sure. But, I mean, uh, TLCA, which is Total Land Cruise Association, we lost everything last year. It didn't matter if you were a sponsored event uh, like Great Smoky Mountain Trail Ride or Southern Cruiser Crawl or a non-sanctioned event like uh, uh, FJ Summit. They were canceled, just gone. Because the logistics were that you couldn't have people within six feet of each other. More and, than 10 people. And, it, and, and the liability just wasn't worth it. So these organizations mm-hmm. just said, you know what? We're just going to take all your registrations. We're going to move all that money to the following year. It was it was easier oh, and more good. practical. And they didn't have to worry about anything. But as a as somebody who – you know, we're in the Midwest, Daryl, as, 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 as listeners may know – if you live on the coast, it's a whole different lifestyle. But us in the Midwest, we're like, hey, wait a second. We're still kind of living a normal lifestyle here. Mm. You know, it was kind of disappointing. So yeah. you didn't have al- that outlet. Yeah, but this also started to happen to the central Illinois crowd as far as uh, the CIRSCCA. Our group basically did nothing this year. Yeah, and that's the group out of Peoria, Illinois. And, that, and I will say that I'm now a, a – what do I want to say? A, not a tentative member, but I'm a, a kind of a – a partial member. I'm, I'm on the board now there with those guys okay. until I'm officially elected at the end of the year. But uh, it, it was a practicality. 
you know, it wasn't going to happen, and and nobody wanted wanted to deal with with the logistics of it. So well, I, and and that was a particular collision of a well, bunch of situations. Had, we had a few too. other situations yeah. there too, but these guys in Champagne are still doing the event, and, and I don't know that it started in March. Or, so so what happened, Dean? We lost March, April, May. Um, we were going to host the Evo School uh, professional. Professionals come in, teach us how to autocross, and we lost our school. So we lost solidly half of the events that we had planned for for twenty. I forgot about the school because that was like a big. I mean, that was going to be a big rollout. I remember you guys talking a lot about that. Which one, Evo? The, the school, yeah. Is that early in the spring? Uh, Evo like school is always midsummer. We always do it sometime in June because okay. we want folks to get a sense for but it. But you were hanging on to that, weren't you? Kind of saying, "Hey, we're going to still." And That's kinda... because Mike Johnson, um, Mike Junior Johnson, he's a big deal in autocross and racing as well. He has this school, and we hired him to come in. Okay. Or, frankly, he pays us to host. So we really were hoping to get that done. We yeah. didn't cancel till like two weeks before. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so March comes. We're on lockdown. Um, I actually lost a board member because we were talking about having events. And they said, frankly, if my company says I have to work from home, then I'm going to play at home as well. And if you all are talking about running events, I don't want to be any part of it. I'm yeah. out. Yeah. Holy cow. That was – I had a number of sleepless nights in March. Um, I probably wear the responsibility of president of this club a little bit more than I should and is healthy. Um, but I was, I, was, I was worried about the board. I was worried about attendees. I was worried about everything. Sure. I activated a group I called the Council of Previous Presidents. Every living president of the club I put together that I knew of in an email, and I'm starting to ask. This is interesting, guys. Yes. Yeah, I mean, because I guys, what do you think of this? What do you? I, they said, "Glad I'm not president." But yeah, here's what yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good, though. That's good because the, if you have any organization, whenever there are differing opinions, especially and COVID was, I mean, without getting into the politics of it, it was it was a very divisive. Oh, whoa, something happened. Something, oh. something got jacked on one. Try this. There we right. go. Oh, we're good. So especially talking about COVID, especially. Oh, dry Yeah. Something else fell. Is it this cord? Maybe. I hope not. It's an Amazon cord. I had an Amazon cord at home yeah. go bad. Time to throw them away, right? Yeah, maybe. All right. All right. So COVID, especially COVID, talking about you know the politicization of everything. I mean, I'm not going to go into that, but – you have something where it's a public health issue. People are scared. People are uncertain. And you have to respect the differing opinions and, and p- all the people across the ends of the spectrum where it's I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to have everything delivered. I'm, I just – I'm not going to deal with it or I've got legit health issues. And then you have the folks who are like, this is this is nothing. This is all fake. You're like, OK, somewhere in the middle there needs to be like this – Here's where we really compromise need compromise land. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the compromise? Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be tough for you, and, and I applaud you for doing that because you, you you rely on the people in the past who probably had to make some difficult decisions, different opinions, and <laughs> yes. be like, okay, what do we do? How do we go forward? Do yeah. we shut down, or do we kind of move ahead and make something happen? So early on, I had one of the uh, presidents that had uh, he'd done a number of things with the club. He says, look, I'd cancel everything till July. Uh, right now in March, I just say, don't even worry about it. Mm. Don't even deal with it. I was not willing to do that. I, I have a general opinion of taking a central yes for anything. Mm-hmm. I will always try to make something work. Sure. And frankly, we've got this stuff all we've got this stuff all planned and scheduled. We got insurance bought. We got everything underway. It's real easy to turn it off. One email to everybody participating. Gone. Just like those events I was talking about. Yeah. 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 The day before the event, it's like, hey, guys, we can't play. We've got to cancel. Boom. I'm sorry. Here's all your money back. Come back next time. Then what happens next? It sucks, right? And you're not going to get that momentum. You lose the momentum in an organization, especially seasonal. I'm sure you guys do stuff year-round, right? You have meetings or little get-togethers or something. Not last year, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but something seasonal where you put on events and it's like this month we're here, this weekend we're here. And Mm -hmm. when you lose that momentum, you start canceling stuff left and right. You just say from here to June we're done. Right. You don't be – you're not able to pick back up and well, get those same amount CIRS, of Well, I think has that same problem too. You know, you take a year off. Oh, completely. Yeah. And well, now, so this is the second time those folks have done that. Okay. 
Let's say those <laughs> folks. You're talking about this folk. No. I, so I'm part of the club, too. I'm you a are, paid member that's right. of yeah. CIR, yeah. right? So um, back to March of last year, uh, so many conversations. I was consuming so many hours trying to figure this out. And again, could I have farmed a bunch of this stuff out as the president? Sure, but I really felt like this was my responsibility and my my bucket to to carry. Right. So, what was the compromise? <sighs> well, w- w- so there's more information that we needed to get. That's what to. I was just wondering before we talk. You had the, mm-hmm. the Hall of Presidents, which is the a, a Council amazing. of Past Presidents. But, uh, yes. but then, but then you have a committee. So I've got a board. Yeah, we were divided. Okay. We then. Somebody said, hey, why don't we talk to the Champaign County Health Department and let's start getting some official words of what can happen. Okay, so there's much more to this. This Okay, this is great info. So now we're starting to engage the health – Is Rantoul Champaign County? Yes. Okay. Yes. So we're starting to talk to the health department. We're also starting to engage the city manager or something at the village of Rantoul because – I'm talking to all kinds of people. I am looking for anybody to tell me what they think we should be doing. So we got no's, we got no's, we got no's. And then the end of May, they said, here's our new guidelines. Mm-hmm. Here's our guidelines. If you want to have an event, we have, you know, the, the, the state has opened up a little bit. Um, we have regulations that we can end, guidelines that we can actually tell you. So... What do you want to do? So I remember drawing up a map. We got, you know, people working out here on course, be about 50 folks, 25 people. We got 10 or 12 in here. We got people hmm. driving. This is our general plan. Yeah. We had to spin up a PPE table, Yep. right, personal protection. We also added a hand wash station to the porta potty rentals. We also added an entire lot that entire grid lot where we went behind AT&T, that was an extra rental. So we're trying to spread this out. We're trying to Not get to more mention, things. Not to mention touchless registration. Yeah. Uh, Completely. That. Yeah. So, so, Eric, that's something that we've been trying to do for years. But we have the OGs and the walk-ups that, that wouldn't let us. Shame what? on me. My first event of the year, I, I still had to hand in forms the second time I was ready for it. So, 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 so the older folks – or not older folks. I just say the folks who are used to how things were, quote-unquote, they want – I'm going to participate in the event. I want someone to hand me a clipboard with some paper. I'm going to sign some releases. Yep, yep. I'm going to do all this and, and we're good. And Versus, not only that. They want to walk up the day of the event and hand somebody cash yeah, to yeah. pay for the registration for the day. As opposed to other clubs who have evolved in the past few years mm-hmm. and they've got an app. And you put your stuff info, you put yep. your insurance, blah, 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 your payment, all that is done. So when you get there, you're showing up and they got you in a system. All, all they do is say, oh, Daryl, you're here. Yep, boom. Check. Check you off. Okay. Okay. Here's your work assignment and your heat. All right. So there's okay. a little bit of change there. So – COVID, all of this pandemic stuff allowed us to say we want to try to do more hands-off. We don't want to have face-to-face registration. We're going to move to all online and the extra forms, that's our middle ground. Rantoul requires everybody to have a signed uh, sheet of paper for their waiver. The city? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just a liability thing. We can still do one for the whole year. But we still do it on paper. We're talking about doing electronic as well. But Rantoul, the airport, said, look, we've had new reviews, new legal inspections of what's going on, Mm -hmm. and you guys aren't doing what we need you to do. So 2020, we had to do what we needed to do. So in addition to planning all these events and and, changing and adjusting the venues and doing all the extra stuff – as a group, you're having to either invest the time or the money into an events management platform, yep. right? Like that, event that's where currently. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. It's not just a simple thing as, well, we'll just put some sanitizer right here and, and uh, we're call it good and make people wear masks. So we could have, but nobody was – and I was probably leading that charge. It's like I want to do whatever we're supposed to be doing – because I don't want pictures on social media of us not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Well, and, and I think yeah. realistically going into the first half of 2020, you want to err on the side of caution. I mean, as the year tapered on and we started to see, you know, some people more susceptible and stuff like that, we're like, okay, you know, take your own precautions. But realistically, nobody knew anything. You, right. Everybody was scared as hell. So for you guys to put yeah. this event on, 
Even I mean, in June, right? Yeah, you want you want to cover everything. I yes. mean, if you could mask the cars, yes. <laughs> you want to mask the, well, the bumpers. <laughs> so we always had twenty to thirty spectators show yeah. up, and we said no spectators. Yeah. If they're not in the car with the driver when they come in, they can't come. Yeah. So how do you handle that? So 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 events such as this, where you have somebody in a car, we're a giant asshole. <laughs> but, no, but seriously, there's some truth in that. There is. You have somebody in a car who shows up. How did you handle spectators? So a lot of times in the in the pre-COVID days, you'd have somebody who'd ride around either in a club, kind of in, a, in, a, in an advisory role, kind of help them out, okay. help give the driver advice. Or you'd have somebody who would come in and be like, hey, my, uh, I, I want to learn more about this. I'm just going to ride with my buddy while yeah. we go right. around the course. Okay, so that's a multi – uh, uh, response answer. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, if the driver didn't come with a spectator, that extra person, not a paid driver, couldn't come. They couldn't come on site. Period. Right. Now, the nice thing about our site is it's fenced off. So they had to be outside the fence. And frankly, I keep saying that, guys. I hate that word. But anyway. Frankly? Frankly. Okay. At least you don't go fence. really do. Very Very So I say a lot of so's. Yeah. Well, one of the best places to watch our event is outside the fence, right next to the pine tree, next to the uh, yeah, we got, next to the hangar. Yeah, it's that actually is a, one of the best places. It's a beautiful spot because you're nowhere near the launch spot, and you get to actually see the car on the track for. And a it's bit. some yeah. of the best turns yeah. of the course, and you can see the slalom coming out. Usually, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's an beautiful. exciting spot. Yeah. And okay. I keep telling folks that, and they say, "Oh, but I wanted to." I said, "Just try it. It's a good spot to have a camera." Yeah. Later in the day, they said, "Good." Good, good advice. That's Thank good you. advice. Yeah, that thanks, was good Dean. Advice. Thanks. It's like he knows what he's talking about. Suddenly, okay. I believe this man. So, so that got to be an easier sell to keep people off the property and out of our event. Okay. Okay. Then, if you couldn't come in with the driver, you couldn't come in. That was real easy to say. COVID. Look, it's like it's this tough shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh, there, there's a line drawn, and that's it. We also, with that space behind the AT&T building, that extra large parking lot, we developed, and this was thanks to Emmanuel to start getting us uh, going, thinking about four heats during the day. So we went from everybody doing their runs in the morning to everybody else in the afternoon to splitting. So we do half our runs in the morning, half our runs in the afternoon, turns into four heats. Okay. That means that if there's 100 people there, you've only got 25 on-course working, 25 driving, 25 should be away somewhere else because Mm -hmm. it's their lunchtime, Mm -hmm. and 25 are probably just mucking about. Manageable. Manageable, and it keeps it under what was the? I think they once May opened up, they expanded. It was like fifty people. It was fifty in a group, and your groups couldn't be closer than. A uh, hundred feet or something. Huh. As something you said, like you're covering all your bases as far as doing things the right way, doing things by protocol, yes. and also protecting the organization from anybody who comes back later on and be like, yeah. well, this happened. It's like we followed all the protocol we needed. That to. was another discussion I had was with our insurance cover, our insurance folks. I said, will you cover COVID stuff? Oh, geez. <laughs> That's a fun conversation. Employers to have, right? won't even cover that. I mean, so <sighs> it's like personal responsibility, isn't it? it they said it depends. That's a good answer for if, if, I hate that answer. If, if Dean puts his lips on somebody or what? I mean, what depends it, on what? You French kiss and yeah. you check in. Yeah. And I said, look. <laughs> let, no mafia kisses. Yeah. Let me just tease something out, right? Somebody comes, they, they test positive a week later, and they say it's because of our event that I can't go to work. I'm losing da-da-da-da. He says, have them sue us. We'll figure it out. What well, I, I can't answer that because the details it's we don't early. know what we're doing. Yeah, it's too early, right? So we were being assholes about PPE, about sanitizer, about absolutely everything, and you heard us yelling about. Oh no, that. and you guys were very strict about it. I, as, as as much as it was annoying, it was it was nice to know that if there's some uniform rule, rules and everybody followed them then we should have no problems here. We should be able to participate in the event. You may not have agreed with them, but at least we can have an event because let's let's talk about how the fact you guys were the only ones doing events in Illinois. Central Illinois anyway. Chicago yeah. started up in August. Yeah, much Au- later. August. Yeah. August. I mean, the year is almost over at that point. It is. But they tried to get their whole season in August, September, and October, first part of October. And I heard Madison Sports Car Club did something similar to you guys where they were uh, – 
pretty strict about PPE and mm-hmm. things like that. And but like you said, Eric, though you clear cut rules. I think that the, the the gray areas where everybody gets pissed, where it's like, you know, well, one rule is for this place, and this place has another set of rules. It's like everybody has the. Tell me what the rules of the game are, and I'll play the game. So I talked about this multi-prong approach to changing the way the event worked. One of the operational changes we did was registration closed at 3 p.m. the day before. That online. Ca- online registration. Okay. If you didn't hit it before 3, you weren't coming, period. That also gave us time to do bumps and heats and course worker assignments. Hmm. Now, the other thing we changed, so when you showed up in the morning, it's like, hey, Daryl, yeah, here you are. You're working corner three, heat two. Heat two is parked in the second row. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Have we ever done that in our lives? No, no. Because what never, oh, my God, that was great. (laughs) What would typically happen, though, you'd have people, extra people show up the day of that you didn't know what to do with. It's like a, a staffing thing or what? So... We've never done online registrations and put a put a due date on it. Okay. We would always take on-site registrations. After everybody registered and paid and it closed, we would do bumps and heats and course worker assignments. Okay. It was a flipping cluster <laughs> in the truck after registration sure, closed. Sure, sure. And people would keep saying, well, so I need to change my number, but I didn't tell you that I need to co-drive with. And I it's like, And your brain just explodes. Just <laughs> Jet blue, right? The yeah. little blue. Bu- okay. Yeah. So, but we're in a hosting environment. We're trying to be the good hosts and customer service and whatever, right? Yeah. All of those lovely things. So we tried not to go ballistic, but we accommodated what we could. COVID let us kind of change all of that. So if you didn't do it online, we would do minor, maybe number changes. Okay, you you lost your five and you were 51. The so day of. The day of. So okay, okay. Easy stuff to fix. Yeah. But then – what I witnessed, I was only there for two events, the the numbers, the raw amount of people that showed up. I mean, you guys were inundated, right? Uh, July event, we had 110 drivers one day. That's insane. What would you Eric, say? we did eight runs with 110 drivers. And even the people in <laughs> Chicago that are accustomed to 150 people, they only get four or five runs. Yeah. They said – how did you guys do this? It was it was this clockwork. Was it was a clockwork operation. I mean, while one group was relaxing or doing whatever, another group was Mike. Everybody was moving somewhere. Nobody was just like standing around. It was. I, I give you guys tons of credit on that because you're like it's a it's a live racetrack all times. I'm like, what's he talking about? And there was no shit. I mean, you guys, <laughs> it was you could you had to watch yourself. You couldn't just be like casually walking through there anytime because there was always going to be cars driving no matter yeah. what. Yeah. And and I remember that's how we did it. after, after uh, Eric participated. I remember you coming back, and I think you talked in one of the shows about just how impressed you were with how you guys not only handled structuring the venue, things like that, but how it was how it was run compared to where even last year. So, so COVID actually f- kind of forced you guys to pick up some efficiencies when it comes totally. to event management, the totally. platforms you use, how you structure things, and totally. how you deal with frankly, the public, because you're always going to have those one-offs. You're always going to have, always. you know, the, the game changers, you know, the day of, like, yeah, here's what's going on. But the the way that you guys handled it, and you handled it early on, as opposed to a lot of the other clubs, like you were saying, mm-hmm. until, like, the season's pretty much over, mm-hmm. August, September, October, and then you're packing up. Well, but that was also due to their sites. Their sites were extra paranoid about bringing groups in and the potential liabilities as well. So Okay. So there's that other layer of complexities. Not only you as a club have to deal with, but it's like, what if your venue's like, we're not letting any rent, renting of the space at there all? Are, we're all invited guests to somebody's house. Fair enough. Right? We're all invited guests. So if they don't want us there... We can't come. Yeah. One more thing that we did in preparation for the event, we always did what we called a rookie walkthrough. We take this this giant pack of people and we would all walk around the course and yep. we'd all talk yep. about talk it. Talk right? about it. Yep. Right? Yep. If you go out to our YouTube site, I did I started a slow drive navigation to replace that. To watch the video. So it was about a three or four minute drive through 
With like a dash, like dash cam, or dash cam, you? totally. Okay, okay. On on the vet, did you push the button and hit record? No, okay. most of the time I did it with the Explorer and my actual okay. dash cam. Okay, okay, right? awesome. So so they get a full walkthrough before they even set foot on the property with the vehicle. Yes, a lot of people. I remember when I went, they're like, "Did you watch Dean's video? Did you watch a video of the walk? You know, the, the drive through?" So that that helped. I think that maybe even helped out more than walking. But the problem with walking is. You don't get any relationship of scope because the speed of it walking. Takes too long. It does, yeah. And you're not really understanding the turns. But when you're driving at 10 or 15 miles an hour through there, you kind of get a better scope of, of where to look at the cones. It's fast enough and slow enough that yeah. you can begin to process the walk what you through, need to put together. Mm-hmm. The, the walkthrough literally lets me look at the chalk on the pavement and kind of see some of the cones, but you're not seeing at the same speed. It doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm looking for mapping points. I'm like, Oh, this might be a hard spot to see from the car, but unless you're in the car, it, it's it's a whole different thing. Right. And I hate to say this too. I mean, the handful of times I did that, fifteen years ago, we walked the course. <clears throat> it was more of a social thing. You're walking There's the course, too, yeah. but you're walking with your buddies, and you're like, "Oh, this ha- this hairpin's going to be nasty," yeah. or this that. Yeah. You're not you're not as focused as if you're watching a video, almost like a course. I hate to relate this to like a driver's ed, but like a driver's ed simulation. Sure. You're driving down. You see something almost in real time, and you yeah. can kind of plan for. Okay, oh, I better watch out for this here. Uh, walking is totally different. Well, I think and let's cool. talk about the attention span for that too, because walking the course out at Rantoul is a 20 minute walk. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you're it's you know, at least 15. Yeah, you're, yeah. it's three quarters to a, uh, eight tenths of a mile. Right. So if you're trying to listen to somebody and you're trying to process something, it's a 20 minute walk and yeah. you forget stuff. And you're right. You were drinking coffee. You got your antique yeah. yeah. pike yeah. place yeah. and you're, yeah. you're, the birds are tripping like, oh, it's a nice day. Oh, yeah. It's going to be yeah. warm, oh, warmer later. What a great yeah. day to be racing. People are people. Right? <laughs> yeah. They get distracted no, right. by that. So why should it be, Daryl? A four minute, <laughs> a four or five minute navigated or narrated drive through. I can get people's attention for those few minutes. That's really cool. So you guys, it sounds like, and not to say like you were stuck in the past before, but it sounds like you've kind of, you've you've leapt ahead a little bit. You've made some progress when it comes to everything with, with hosting events. We have really tried to. We have really tried to. We're still looking at uh, fine-tuning some of the operations and some of the processing. Uh, we really want to get to an online, um, we want to get to an online tech sheet tech approval, and waivers. We want to get to all of that stuff online. That would be the one thing I noticed. I, I, I thought the tech section, not that you guys had a problem or anything like that, but I'm like, since they knew the car and my car was newer, I didn't feel like anybody was scrutinizing my vehicle. Now, with my 90 Celica, whenever I'd show up to anything, I mean, somebody was like combing that thing over. The tech inspection was a little rough. So Robert is our prime. Robert Burkholder, uh, long-time autocrosser, real real foundational member of the the club, uh, real backbone for us. He knows stuff. Yeah. He really does. He knows how to do teching very well. And if he... Scampers over something, I know that he's noticing 100% more than the average person. Okay. Um, Because we've also learned a lot about teching cars and what should be and what shouldn't be allowed. Um, One of the things we're always trying to do now is is whenever you see me attack a car, I'm leaning against your your tires, and I am yanking. I'm moving the whole car. Yeah. I can feel the bearings. I can feel the axle. I can feel some of the suspension. He's closing his eyes, dreaming. (laughs) He's thinking of your wheel bearings right now, people. He's in the zone. I found a a loose A-arm bushing on a Corvette by doing this. Did you pitch that guy up? He said, oh, my God, I had no idea it was broken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was was broken, yeah. He didn't know it was was a problem. And there's people, too. (laughs) There's people who, I hate to say this, but uh, I'm, the older I get, my hearing not that good. And there's folks that when you're in, you've got a track car and you're driving it to a meet and you're giving it hell and the exhaust is going and stuff like that, you're not hearing all that fine stuff. The car's got to be shut off and parked and maybe somebody else inspecting it. But it's like, dude, your trailing arms in the back, the bushings are shot. Well, you, you don't right. hear that? Yeah. Jordan right. Polanski, uh, not to call him out, but I remember he was driving his Miata like two years ago and he got like this wicked clank every time the car would like pitch up, you know. And, um, and, and, and so that's one of the situations where you could drive the car all the way over there. You could drive as a daily driver and not until you actually are in the throes with a car. Mm-hmm. But – but those Miatas, there's a delicate balance between that Miata having a suspension problem and him hitting his bump stops. 
in okay. turns. Mm, gotcha. Right, and even if he was hitting the bump stop, if the bump stop was mashed or hitting, you know, you're going to bump metal. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, it's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, but he just needs to fix it. Right? Yeah, yeah. But no, I remember that too. Yeah. It's like we were all like Jordan, what? Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that noise? What's that noise? Yeah, Jordan, Jordan. So, so yeah, we we kind of stepped back and reformulated so much. So much of what we did last year and feeling really good about all of it right now. So lots of lessons learned last year. Here it is February. We're starting to get a little tinge of green in the grass. Eric's talking about, you know, looking forward to the season ahead. And there's a lot of pent-up demand to make another successful season. Mm -hmm. Where do you guys start from here? I mean, we start with, so we've got a, a season scheduled. Right. We've got the entire year scheduled out. Um, it's on our Facebook page. It's on our website. Um, if you're a, a claim us as a club on Axeware, you're going to get emails from us, too, about stuff. March. Um, couple of colliding things for us. Uh, March, I'm going to start with the uh, health department again and the city manager. We got to get the folks who own the house along with us before we can really do anything. They agreed to our schedule, not knowing anything about COVID was going on. So as long as we meet their regulations, which I expect with the way things are feeling right now to be not not any more severe than they were last well, and your, year. And your track record right. of last year of taking everything and doing it proper and, and diligently, they have to look at and respect that, right? So, yes. Let me pat our club on the back a little bit. Yeah. I would check with the airport manager and uh, the city manager probably a week or so after every event. Never, never, not one complaint about no our events. I'll, I'll pat you on the back, Dean. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> well, it's good. And it's to be commended. And it's, you know, folks like your organization, even all the way down to like, you know, I, I hate to keep using them as an example, but like Chris Ruby and Cars and Coffee. It has to, these are all those things behind the scenes that it takes to run an event during times like this. You'll have everybody and their brother be like, oh, man, they canceled this. What a bunch of crap. You know, like we're not going to be able to do anything. We're going to have our own meet. We're going to do whatever we want yeah. without you guys because you're, <sighs> you're lame. Because you're lame. We're just going to do our own yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It takes a lot because there's a lot at stake. And when you do it right, you know, maybe – I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of <laughs> ways to shape – it's one thing to be upset. Everybody's in the same predicament. But right. then let's – what are we going to do about it? Right. Get mad and then apply whatever energy you have. Into, instead of being pissed off and be mad and go on social media and blah, 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 get involved and help organizations or get out and participate in an event. Pay the 30 bucks or whatever it is to go and say like – all right, we're going to do it. We're going to drive maybe outside our zone. If we're not doing anything here in this region, maybe drive to Champaign or maybe drive to Chicago or drive somewhere else. Well, let's so do it. That, so that, let me pick on one point first real yeah. quick. Go ahead. Every one of these organizations that you're talking about mm-hmm. that we see in this area are volunteer organizations. 100%. Don't think for a minute that I'm getting an Anything other than, you know, a warm and fuzzy for doing what I'm doing. You're doing a good job. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Daryl. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I gave you two but, Mountain Dews. Okay. You did. You're <laughs> awesome. You're fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm jazzed now. Man. Go ahead and keep the glass, um, Dean. It's on him. That's no, I'll give it back. Dirty. Wash and sanitize it. But get involved with the dang organization. Absolutely. Don't Absolutely. bitch about it. You know, one of the the number one ways that I ask people to get involved is come and come and pay and participate and don't be an asshole. Yeah, simple as that. If that's you, that's a tough request, as we know with cars and coffee and other you know, small <laughs> events sometimes, right? I'll do two out of the three, and they're definitely not paying. Pick yeah, two, yeah, yeah. pick two, yeah. pick two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what were you going to say, Eric? I mean, no. So what I was going to say is. Uh, we had people venturing from from far distances to kind of hang out and, and do the events at Champaign County because of everything else being canceled. So you were seeing a bigger reach this year, weren't you? No. Yeah, I saw some people I'd never seen so, okay. in my life. Okay. So bigger reach. I'm calling them out. I'm like, bigger <laughs> reach, no. Okay. We always get people from Chicago, from Great River Region in Iowa, from Milwaukee, from Indianapolis, yeah. from St. Louis. Don't make we the drive. always get folks like that. Okay. Okay. Three hours is no big deal for most of these autocrossers because right. think about the opportunities for where you can do this. Right. Yeah, I'll give you that. 
right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, there was a lot of new faces that you may have seen, but I didn't see hardly any new faces. Really? They're people that you've seen throughout the last few throughout years. Throughout the years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would have figured, to be honest, I would have figured that because of COVID and because of the shutdowns in some areas, even other states, that there would have been a little more people would be like, yeah, uh, we'll just drive another couple hours to, to check this on out. Okay. So one guy from the southeast, southwest region of Indiana I had never seen before. <laughs> but he said he had been here before and he recognized okay. me. I didn't All right. remember. All right. Well, shit, but I, <laughs> and maybe I was focusing on a couple of guys who were driving Toyotas or uh, the Subarus and stuff like that who had never done it before. There was a guy from Springfield, and I know there was a guy from Chicago. I met. There were a couple people who had never been to Champaign County, like, oh, I've never been here before. So we always get new folks, okay. and I love to see that. We always try to get rookies and novices, and we try to embrace them in the club, and, yeah. and please come back, right? Because yeah. we don't have a club unless you come and play. Yeah. But you, you asked about reach. Yeah. The reach was about the same. Okay. It's just that folks saw that we were having events and they wanted to come. Yeah. Right? So there was pent-up demand. So you talked about well, – you and I were talking pre-show on the Patreon pre-show. Um, the average per event – how many people was the average for the year? So it was very unique this year. So we only got half of our season in, uh, six events, um, six weekends. Uh, was it even that many? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, uh, time's so, a blur. Yeah. So as the president and running this little small business, I'm always looking at finance and trying to look at trends of this and that. We averaged 67 driver days. Holy so cow. 67 drivers per day, every day we had an event. For 2020. For 2020. See, that seems For low. 2020. To, to me, it seems like it would have been, I mean, like 100. Because you guys, I mean, the, the couple events I went to, it was wall-to-wall people. So there must have been one event with, like, poor showing or something. One event that you went to, I think, was uh, the July event was 110 people. The June event was only about. <laughs> so the June event, we started with a cap of 50. And then we raised it to 75. And then as we got more information from the county and the, the Rantoul, the village, we raised it a little bit more. So we only had 75 at that one. Hmm. Uh, Sundays, Sunday's usually not predictable. Uh, Saturday is usually predictable. So really, we only had a couple events, a couple of days that were 100 or over. Most of them were 60 to 80. I swear that every event I went to was like record breaking. It was like yeah. more people. Hey, we broke another record today. We got one million people here. Yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> yeah, the little Doctor Evil. <laughs> I think that's respectable, though, especially if you're you're in a in a time where everything is unpredictable. Sure. You can't base anything on what you did the previous year. You just can't. So again, looking at the finances of the club and looking at what it takes to put on in direct expenses for an event. If we've got 45 people paid on Saturday, we can have an event. Okay. That's what it takes. That wasn't a problem all through it 2020. Wasn't, yeah. No. Okay. Every every event, <laughs> uh, we had to cancel one partway. But um, almost every event, we were able to do what we needed to do. I think we had one short event because it rained. Folks yeah, were canceling all over the place. Sure. No. Okay. Sure. That's so. the nice thing about an app too is you can probably see people cancel. They go and opt out or something or what? Uh, it's all done manually through email at this point. Hey, okay. I'm not coming. Facebook. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, we did get an event though. Everybody canceled. There was only about 30 of us left, 40 of us left, and we crammed an event in between. 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. 16 runs each? I think we got 8 or 10. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't too bad. That ain't too bad. I think we got 8 or 10, but, you know, everybody had their fill and said, yeah, I'm all done. Let's do trophies and be done. That's cool. That's cool. So what are we thinking for 2021? Are you expecting to to kind of continue the trend? So couple of things going on. Yes, I think we're going to continue the trend. We've had we've coming off a couple of really good years. You know, you guys were talking about the t-shirts we did and mm-hmm. the fact that we had a different design every weekend. Mm-hmm. That's one of our secret sauces, I think, that kind of bring folks to us. Sure. A couple of years ago we tried cutting costs. This was about 5 years ago and we had the same shirt most of the season. Folks just got that <laughs> we actually lost a bunch of folks that year. You win one and you're out. 
Yeah, it's all about seriously. the swag. People want the they swag. They do. They do. So, and I like it too. It's I think fun. It's cool. Sure. I think that's a secret sauce. One of the unique things. You about should our make club. a poster. I like a poster. Should. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's fun too? That's a marketing opportunity. You can wear that to some other event, or even like out to. <laughs> You can go out to Costco and go shopping, <laughs> and people will be like, oh, dude, that shirt is awesome. And then people will pick up the little car iconography. They'll pick up a, a cone or something, and they'll start to talk to you. Yeah. Folks, that's a great way to market your organization. Well, this is why I pitched the, the organization to the owner of the dealership, Mr. Ford. These shirts have our name on the back of them. People love wearing these shirts. They're all over yeah. the place. And yeah. when you go to one of the events, you see – maybe 10 different colors of shirts because yep. you guys have had so many different versions of it. But our logo is squarely on the back of that thing. Yep. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. They're cool Beautiful. shirts. So selling logos on the back was also something new that yeah, I started it yeah. in 2016. Uh, and the OGs at the time said, oh, man, that's going to be a pain in the ass. I said, just let me try it and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. So it's grown to – we're able to cover basically one weekends of expenses if something goes south. Yeah, from sponsorship. Yeah, the only time you probably have to deal with it is when you're booting up a new shirt. If somebody's like, "Yeah, we're done. right now." Actually, right, right now. now, I've yeah. been dogging him because I haven't got his check yet. But he's I'm sorry, to sorry, be- I, 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 I resubmitted. <laughs> sorry, I don't know fair. what that was all. Yeah, check whatever, out. Dean. So, bring so it up on the show. One, <laughs> you were one of about four or five folks. That, I thought I'd submit it. Maybe I didn't. I, who knows? It's all good. Yeah. You know, we're we're designing the shirt next week, so. Um, back of the shirt's going to be stable for the whole year. Awesome. See, and the right. funny thing was we got the uh, the sponsorship opportunity from Dean. He sent it over to me. And he's like, well, you know, 2020 was such a bust. We're going to give you guys a break on 2021. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, I didn't think it was a bust. I thought you guys did a hell of a job, but I'll take the bust break. No, yeah, that's fine. You know. So, I'll take that again, discount. The, yeah. the, I wear this pretty much. I probably wear it to an unhealthy standpoint, you know, the, <laughs> the owner, the stewardship of the club. We talked about it a little bit, and it's like, this is found money to us. We yeah. don't budget it. Yeah. It's found money. So we wanted to thank all of our sponsors. And we had 12 sponsors last year. If you want to come back this year, it's 50 bucks. Normally, it's 150 250 or yeah. 750 depending and, on the size. And 2020 wasn't great for retailers either. So you know what? If we can it find any, any break – I mean I'm trying to hammer on my uniform guy. I'm trying to hammer on the advertising. You know, we're trying everything we can to cut money. So for an organization to come at me and say, you know what? Everything's higher right now, but uh, we appreciate your support. We're going to come back a little less than last year. I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys, yeah, that's awesome. You, you yeah. got you got us. We're, we're locked in. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 And unlike natural gas suppliers, 2021 is not the year to raise rates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it really – yeah. Or you'll have Gabe Casey on. So, so back to the – Back to the 2021 season. So yeah. we've got our schedule. We've we've got we're trying to figure out what the COVID requirements are going to be like. Our program for registration and everything is going to be the same. We're not going to do walk-ups. Okay, we're awesome. not doing walk-ups. Yep. Um, what's in the wind right now? Which is that 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 monkey on our back for like the last four years is Rantoul is trying to sell that property. And owned by the city? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. The, the whole old air base is opened by the village of Rantoul. And history nerds will remember it as the, it was the Chanute Air Base. Chanute Air Base, yes. Former home to the Bell, what was it, uh, the B-39 or X-something? It's like a – it was called the Aracuda. It was a weird early bomber hmm. prior to oh, World really? War II. It came out thirty-nine forty. Check that out, folks. I, he doesn't only know I'm, old cars; he knows old. I'm planes. totally interested in that. nerd stuff. <laughs> check out, check out, uh, Aracuda. Check Aracuda. that out, Aracuda, nice. which sounds like an awesome name. It does, but apparently it was a very ill-fated. Uh, Hart Hart could sing that song. They could. They Aracuda. Could. <laughs> There's some great pictures. I'll put them up with this post. There's some great pictures of those things sitting out in. Uh, a not that old Chinook Air Force Base nice. back in the day, so nice. a lot of history yeah. out there. But so, what happened after it became decommissioned? Like the the city, the village, the just city took, it, took over? it over. It became a private airport. Okay. So the the airstrips are actually the runways are in really good condition, and nice. they've got private planes coming up and down. It, part of it was turned into a, a Air Force museum. A lot of old planes were there. That has that disappeared. It did yeah. because of. The sale that almost went through two years ago. So this exact month in 19, we were faced with, you can't play anymore. We're going to give you whatever we can find if you want to run your events. 
Okay, so the club got our heads together and we found a nice hockey stick, um, thirty five hundred foot long piece of uh, taxiway on the other side of the runway. And they said, "Oh yeah, we'll rent that to you, same price, whatever." Right? Same schedule, same price. You do what you want. So we were all ready to do that. You know, I was joking with Daryl earlier. It's like, oh, yeah, we're not going to have, you know, three cars on the course and a 45-second course. Sure. We're going to have one car on course, and it's going to be two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll get four runs for the day. Yeah. So I've got a Google Alerts running on my private Google account, and I'm looking for anything related to Rantoul Air Base, et cetera, et cetera. Got a hit last week that said somebody is interested in buying the space. We hmm. don't know what's going to happen. It's early in the process. But, again, we Jeff got Bezos. that. We got blue whatever is blue something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we got that monkey over our head. Well, that, and a lot of that stuff is it's not public until it's a done deal, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. You're yeah. Not, unless you're going to like a planning and zoning commission. See, and yeah, no, I'm sure they're closed door. Yeah. 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 You're going to find out after its papers have been signed. Yeah. So, so – so we have been given the heads up that there may be something going on. Yeah. So we we know we're going to be there in March and April and probably May. Now, right? I, I don't want to maybe – and you don't have to speak to this. You don't want to. But wasn't there word that other organizations who were losing spaces in other parts of the state might try and also interrupt into Rantoul? So you were talking about what does 2021 look like? Yeah. And that was one of the things that came to – that we started thinking about early on because Route 66 – is a major site for the clubs up in Chicago for every darn racing kind of thing, including autocross. Mm-hmm. That's their major site. Yeah, They have not got it yet. Ugh. Route 66 is talking about bas- almost closing down. Yeah, you know There was a, a chunk of it that they raced on that was turning into a warehouse or some such thing. Yeah, and it's a, another one of those warehouses off the interstate. Yeah. yeah. And it's Bezos. Like, <laughs> Damn, Amazon. <laughs> Good luck enjoying your robot vacuums, America. <laughs> yeah. So we want to autocross. So I was thinking that we were going to be competing with them for space. Yeah. But after talking to a few of the folks up there, it's like, eh, we don't really want to drive that far. All right. That's good. That's good. All we'll right. come down right. once we'll in a while, while for you. Mouth. But there is one thing, and after growing up up there, I will I will confirm that people in the uh, Chicago area don't want to drive very far for anything. Yeah, it was funny, and, and you know, you talk about oh, we're gonna, we're gonna swap me down Joliet. Oh, that's a long way. <laughs> really? Joliet? It's yeah. like forty five minutes, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's only there. ten minutes longer than to go to work or something, yeah. right? We used to sell. <laughs> whenever my old man and I would try to sell an old car, we put a thing in you know Chicago Trading Times or something <laughs> like that, and we get calls from people like in you know somewhere deep in the city. Where you at? Lake County. Oh, that's too far. Like, dude, it's like an hour tops. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. So for folks without any kind of venue to like poo-poo the drive, eh, I don't know. I thought that was a little premature, but I was also like, woohoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no stress, right? Yeah. So we got our schedule put in back in November. All right. November, so, early December. I mean, nice, we, we nice. had it. In fact, I think we announced it at November. Well, and you might have. And I, had. But, but I do believe when I talked to you back in, at the end of the year, there was some stress about what Chicago was doing. Yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. But it's, start, it's working out fine. Okay. It's working out fine. So, so you, you guys have events slated basically once a month, a couple times in the summer months, the June, right? Uh, all the way through what? November, October? What do you November guess? 6th is our last event. Okay. Uh, we have had the reputation of being out early and in late, right? So last event something. and first event. Something yeah. for everybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. Awesome. Exactly. So that's kind of 2021. I mean, we're, we're looking uh, to – we're also starting to roll out a new uh, uh, Noobs to Autocross webpage. Oh, so cool. we're going to give you some tips. We're going to link to some videos. What about old noobs, like guys who've done it before, but then they <laughs> gave it up for a long time, decide they might want to do it again? Would, so, they, would they get any value out of that website? You know, you talk about that. I've had some of my coaches that were coaching me back in 13. Yeah. They said, hey, you're doing pretty well. Why don't you coach me? I'm dropping two, three, four seconds off of their times yeah. by coaching them. Nice. So, so full. So full. 
it's the same stuff. Yeah. We're just going to put it as, you know, rookies, noobs, first timers, whatever. But it's all it's all the same stuff. We all need to remember the basics. Yeah. Right. Fundamentals is fundamentals. So this season, I'll just go around the, the table here real quick to the, those who, who currently autocross. Uh, <laughs> what's everyone bringing, bringing on race day? Uh, to the uh, now, we talked before about your previous Corvette. What do you got in the stable now? It's been a little different. It is. I've got a whole season under my well, the 2020 season under my belt. Yeah. With the so I've got a 2017 um, C7 Grand Sport. Beautiful Grand Sport, black on black, and so first day out in 2019, I broke one of the arrow sills. Pop, a cone popped up underneath it, and the fiberglass broke. It's like, ah, brand new car. Wife says, eh, whatever, it's racing. It's easy to fix. Rubbin is racing, as a famous it's Wife racing. says, eh, whatever. Eh, it's racing. Said no one in our Yeah, right. It sucks. Says, says the guy in the best marriage ever. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks, but it's okay. So, uh, $150 um, full, sil- full arrow sill replacements from eBay. They're now cheaper than my tires. So if I break one, get a new set, put it on, Who don't cares? care. And it's a full between the two tires, between the two wheel wells. So I'm protecting the side of the car from nice. coinage. It works. It works. Are they like a neon color so that way they can like show off? Is it? No. Oh, okay. They're the matte ABS, kind of like the, the, the mud <laughs> like flaps. The, like the charger. You're thinking of those, yeah, the chain spoiler <laughs> connector things or nice protector like things. A yellow or a pink or something like that. That'd shipping a, tape. Yeah. It's shipping tape. <laughs> Remove, no, I take off my shipping tape. Yeah. Remove before using. <laughs> so the big thing that I've got, I've done nothing to the car. The car just, the car is way beyond my capabilities and abilities. I, that's not true, but okay. It, <laughs> I'll play along. Okay. So <laughs> I'm trying to find the right tires, but as far as suspension or engine or anything, it's like I don't need to do anything. I don't feel like I need to do anything. Yeah, you're happy with what you got. Yeah, totally. I yeah. want to get some sticky tires so I can feel like I'm racing and move on. So what about you, Mr. Stahl? What are you bringing it's this a, year? It, it totally depends on who's coming from the dealership. So, I, I, you know, I, honestly, it would be fun to me just to show up with the FRS. Co- I didn't drive the FRS last year I was going to say, I don't remember you talking no, about it. I think Summer was all over. Summer was in it, and we had a salesman in it, oh, and yeah. maybe a technician, too. Yep. So uh, we had a yeah. couple of people driving the car. Rich was uh, out there last year. Yeah, Rich was yeah. out there. Yeah. And... Uh, to me, that car is more intriguing. That that's the car that I mean. I watch Kevin Burba as an example with a stock engine and everything, having great times in a, in a, in a Toyota eighty six, probably twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. And I'm thinking RFRS with the supercharger, I should have decent times. Well, I'm just telling you. Versus Kevin, I'm watching Kevin. I think you know um, that car should be more intriguing to drive versus the super. The super is a whole different beast, and I I've, I've talked a lot about this about in, in previous shows where. I'm not used to a car where you can't smash the pedal. You know, a Toyota, generally speaking, with a four-cylinder, whether it's a Subaru engine or a Toyota engine, I drive the whole course smash. You're 100% the whole time just trying to get that car up to speed. The Super doesn't work that way. Yeah. yeah. And I am and I could never drive Dean's Vet. I would be, you know, I'd be wrecked. It requires a little finesse, a little discretion. I'm not used to half pedal. Yeah. <laughs> 20% pedal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, it, it really depends on the crowd that's coming. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I want to uh, – there was one time I went – I was there three times last year. Two times only raced, I think. Yeah. The third time I was there, I was literally just there to help the technician and the salesman and, like, my daughter. All those people race. And mm-hmm. I was and – I, and I helped volunteer on the course. The pit crew. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that the day you got paid to work? No, that was a different day. Okay. Yeah. That well, and we could get into that conversation, but it no, might get a little I've, dirty, so we're not going to do that. I want legal no. issues. We got to kick it to legal. Yep. <laughs> that, no, that was a mistake I made. Yeah, it was a week. It was a, it was a week. It was guy. a weak moment on it, everybody's part, but it, it paid for total, my gas. That's all I'm going to say. It was say. a total weak moment. Yeah, yeah, anyway. It's all good. We, we all have those. Yeah. So. Uh, so the one thing, let's end this on a little bit of a high note here, and maybe a, a bit of a comedic note. How come you can't go down to, like, Cullinan's and find secondhand cones here, Dean? What's the story? Oh, God. There's got to be some road construction cones somewhere. Cones where you can get are your... the bane of my existence, you know, because we, we go out in cold weather well, what's like a, What's a cone cost? Um, $8, depending on where you get it. The, the uh, big rubber? Yeah, you know. The, 8 bucks the seems 18. like a value. Honestly, I would think 20 bucks would get you a, a, a nice quality cone. Well, I've so, moved some of those. Like, like, there's heavy. a big difference. Some of them are like the chintzy kind of plasticky whatever. And then there's others that are like 
heavy, heavy rubber. weighted rubber. And that's yeah. what we use. Okay. Because we don't want a gust of wind to move our whole course. So they're eight bucks. That seems cheap. That does seem like a good that's deal. That's got awful expensive, if you ask me. <laughs> I'm looking for two or three bucks of uh, a cone. Factory seconds. I don't care if they're perfect. They just gotta. They gotta be cone shaped and stand up. Discount. <laughs> discount cone warehouse. That's a. That's a gotta be a business. Right. 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 There's gotta be something. I've been searching yeah. on the internet forever, and we had an old club member who used to warehouse secondhand cones. Uh-huh. Seriously? Yeah. Huh. He he finally got a hold of me, and I've he's holding 220 cones for me. <laughs> I got a guy. I got a guy. He's got a warehouse full. I got a guy. Got a thousand dollars in cones. But this is all he's got. <laughs> so there might be a lucrative business opportunity for folks uh, if you're able to get your hands on some secondhand cones. No questions asked. <laughs> Dean, well, put your uh, but, email address. And, 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 these are brand new secondhand cones. Though. Of course they are. Yeah, yeah. But Factory seconds, not secondhand. Not, not to take from another organization though. There might be somebody who's disbanded and has like a, a whole trailer full of them somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Not that we want to deny future generations from racing and maybe no. resuscitating that organization, but if they're just laying their idle, I mean, they need to be used, right? <laughs> Going to a good home. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. But By the no. way, Dean's shirt is cone orange. It is blistering orange. Yeah, yeah. High visibility. I've tried to avoid him all day. Yeah. yeah Every time I see him, I like give him a wide berth. <laughs> <laughs> you know that for, why? I thought it was our distancing rule. You don't work for IDOT, do you? <laughs> uh, no, cones. Oh, my God. Yeah, we th- we... We consume them like coffee. That's hilarious. Man, we throw probably 10 or 12 cones away a day. Oh, I mean, the rash that's on some of these. I mean, you've never seen orange cones go black, you know, but a whole season of, of driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So the nice thing is you can run over them in the summer and turn them black. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, you run over them in the, uh, the spring or the fall. They you shatter. Break them. They shatter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the cold. Yes. Yeah. And the ones that don't shatter break body panels. Oh. We have some with the black bases that are these big, heavy ones. We only use those for start and finish now. We don't put them on course. God, who was the kid? I watched a kid last year just destroy the front of his Miata, just clobbering cones. It must have been cold out, but you just – Welcome to racing. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> it was, I mean it was, it, was, it was amazing. I was like, oh, my God. You know, this, and he's just like ripping panels off, kept going out for more runs. I'm like, oh, fourth gen, Fourth gen F-bodies, I think, had the composite door panels and stuff like that, like Saturns. Okay. So you'd see yeah. that sometimes somebody would swipe, swipe, side swipe something and it would just crack. Yeah. And it must have been, yeah, either cold or whatever. Yeah. It was always painful to watch. It's like mm-hmm. a simple little mistake or overshoot something just a little bit. It's like, yeah, it's 1200 bucks. It's cool. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. So we can talk about someday how, my, how I wrecked my uh, G37 winning an autocross and what it cost to get back. Winning's all that matters. That's I right. beat two Corvettes that day right. in a bump class. <laughs> <laughs> and it only cost me $12,682. Exactly. <laughs> I got the trophy. I got the T-shirt. Anyway. I did get the $5 T-shirt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Oh, and the magnet, the 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 twenty five cent magnet. I got that too. <laughs> oh yeah, twenty five cents. I lost one. I need to find. You gotta give me another one. It was an old one. Uh, the little, the new cone, ones little are cone? like eight dollars a piece. There's so <laughs> much money. You lie. You lie like a dog. I actually brought our tech stickers with us yeah. to show you that we got our twenty twenty one tech stickers. Can I slap one on my car? And car <laughs> and helmet. Oh, can I talk about helmets? This yes, you had that on. You had that on the notes. Yeah, this is Do the. It. Don't put anybody to sleep with this. No, so it's real quick. This is this is more of a PSA. If you're coming out, and you want to start racing. Double check your uh, SA rating, the Snell rating for the helmet. Two thousand fives are not legal anymore. Officially, you cannot use them. So if you're going out looking for a helmet, get the 2020s. What's the uh, lifespan? If you buy a helmet right now, what what do you expect? 10 years out of that thing? 15 years? Or- so I just threw away mine that I bought in 2013 before I bought my 2020s, mm-hmm. the, the new ones, because I'm in them sweating nasty, you know, 12, 15 times a year. Maybe you should get one of those little Bissell things that, like, sucks them clean or something. Uh, It's a $150 (laughs) helmet that I wear because of regulations. Okay. I threw it away. It's worth the money. Wear wear a head sock, man. I wear a helmet. It's my (laughs) helmet. I will throw it away. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it, it's a hundred and fifty dollar helmet. It's, it's the cost I, of doing autocross. Yeah, it, it's it's, yeah. it's cheaper than a tire. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Or, a, so the PSA, right. um, you got it, and you also have to look at the SCCA uh, rules site for what's legal because we take uh, uh, ECE, which is a European. There are some M twenty twenty ratings and SA twenty twenties. So. Double check what you're getting. You can't just go out and buy a motorcycle helmet and expect to use it. Yeah, that's the one thing that always bothers me. Guys are always trying to figure out ways to do it as cheap as possible, the helmets. And that's – of all the things you can do to your car, yeah. the helmet is not the part to go cheap on, especially when you show up and they're like, this helmet does not qualify. You well, know? but 100 – I know – I don't want to just, just say this, but $150 to protect your head yeah. so you can do this sport yeah. is not – that's not the save. That's not where you save money. No, no. save other, money somewhere else. The other part yeah. is it used to be before COVID we had the loaners, and loaner helmets. I think are going to be a thing that never happens again. No. So like we are shoes. talking about doing that, but it's going to be a loaner for the day, yeah. and we're going to give you a head sock, and you turn it in at the end of the day. We also got rid of most of our helmets because they expired last year. Okay. Yeah. I threw away probably fifteen helmets. There's time. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and they needed to be thrown away. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, I mean, you won't away. go for a season with a dirty helmet. I mean, imagine those nasty rental helmets, Dean. Some, some they're like Lysol. they're like bowling shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can only Lysol it so many times. They're the autocross yeah. version of bowling. That's shoes. True, true story. But you know what? Desperate times call for desperate measures. I'll wear I'll wear a rental helmet. It doesn't bother me. Put it in your dishwasher. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's let's go down the ways you can reach uh, Dean and you can watch along and see what's going on here. We got the website ccsportscarclub.org. That, yep. that is Axware is like linked directly to that. We have a link on the website called online registration, so yep. that will jump you out to Axware. Yes. Yeah, the Facebook page, Champaign County Sports Car Club, that gets you right to it. Yes. Instagram. I don't know that I've, I've seen anything on the Instagram. I'll have to start checking that more. Jedi's running IG, okay. so he's all hip with that and okay. trying to make that happen. YouTube channel is where we might see course uh, walkthroughs and stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Also, if you've got a cool run that you've done that you've recorded, we'll we'll put it out there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, We're just trying to build a, a library of videos. You don't want to see Dean all of Dean's runs out there. That's I just mean, no fun. It's fun. I mean, yeah, he's Once. usually he's usually top ten, so yeah. you know. Yeah. What? Eh, I was solid mid pack this year, so what lie, <laughs> lie, lie, lie. Humble, humble, all right. <laughs> Whatever. When the Chicago boys Cap- come, I'm Captain mid-pack. Humble, Captain Humble, you know, anyway. Uh, you can also reach Dean at D E Pluma, D E P L U M A at Yahoo.com or president at ccsportscarclub.org. Uh, but I imagine you can find that sports car club address on the website. Yep. Okay. It, there is a link that shows the executive board, and you can just click on it and off you go. All right. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, I look forward to 2021. This is going to be great. Uh, I don't know what car I'll be driving, Daryl, but uh, maybe you could come along and, and witness the spectacle it is. I'd love to spectate yeah. or bring one of yours. I'd bring something. Or just you can ride. run in an antique class <laughs> <laughs> all by I yourself. Need, I need something with an actual, you know, proper gearbox. We need to. Oh, That's no, it's a second gear race. <sighs> I know. Just put it in second gear. Just and second go. gear and go. If you get to third, you're like, eh. so, anyway, so maybe I'll bring chan- a Solera out. I'm That's channeling awesome. Police Academy here. Watch it flex. Yes, I'm channeling Police Academy here. Remember where the the one woman was doing the driving? Yeah, yeah. la 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 la. Hooks. Better yeah. look out. You better not cry. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing Daryl do. Hooks. <laughs> that's what I do. No, that's not true. He's, <laughs> he's got experience. Don't let him fool you it's at all, Daryl. Daryl, a long lot longer ago than I ever started, Daryl was doing this stuff. Prove so. it, buddy. Long Prove time. It. Bring it. And, and, and cars with a lot less horsepower than what we have today. So yeah. here's That's, what we'll do: I'll, I'll find a weekend when there's not like a whole bunch of Forts employees, and we're going to drag him over there with the Supra, and we'll we'll go. get him out there. Okay, there you go. awesome. All right, awesome. I look forward to it, Dean. Always a pleasure. Thanks for making time, and uh, it's it's good as always catching up. You guys are doing great things out there uh, in Champaign, so yeah. keep up the good work. Thank you very much, and yeah. thank you very much for. For having me. Well, thanks for awesome. spending half the day with us. I appreciate that. Uh, that's true. Yeah. You When's brunch? Lunch? Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Right. It's, it's right. Almost yeah. dinner. I got a grill I just bought. You guys going to help me set this thing up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Burgers. Burgers. Thanks, guys. guys. All right. We'll see you later. See you on the track.